Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Every Sunday, any given Sunday, but every Sunday, it's history. Something we've never seen before. I know if you watch the NFL this season that you recognize offenses down. There are a lot, a lot of missing quarterbacks, a lot of high-profile quarterbacks, and other top-flight talent that's missing. In some cases, we're into third-string quarterbacks because of injuries. So, yes, some of the offensive production is definitely down. However, games can still be tight, competitive, dramatic, and Full of fantastic finishes, even if some of the play is down. Even if it feels like we had more field goals than touchdowns in week number 10. But I'm here to tell you, it was history anyway. Because it's a level playing field. And it all seems to come to a head. On these Sundays where we've got this tug of war, it feels like, in most stadiums. Not every stadium. All right. We're not going to call Cowboys and Giants a tug of war. That would be unfair and inaccurate. But on Sunday, there were 12 games played on the NFL slate. Starting in Frankfurt, Germany, and going all the way through Las Vegas. We had a four-game window, meaning four separate time slots for games to kick off. Beginning, as I say, with Frankfurt, Germany, which was 6.30 a.m. Pacific time. And then six games in the next window. Four games in the later afternoon window. And finally, one Sunday night football game. That's 12 games. Do you know that nine of them were decided by one score? Nine of them were decided by fewer than eight points. And on this day, week 10 NFL November 12th, Veterans Day weekend, 2023. 
five different games decided on field goals as the clock ran out. That's never happened before in NFL history. The Browns, the Texans, the Cardinals, the Lions, the Seahawks. Five field goals made as time expired. Walk-off wins, if you will. And on a single day in NFL history, it's the first time that's ever happened. Four had never even happened in the past. Three games decided by walk-off field goals. Or, see, they don't really walk. They jump. They leap. They celebrate. It doesn't really turn into a walk-off. It's more like a leap-off. <laughs> we can't use kickoff because that term's already taken. But, yeah, it never even happened that we'd had four on a single day. And on Sunday, five of them. So our theme for this edition of the show, fantastic finishes. What was your favorite fantastic finish? Or maybe the one that felt like a punch to the gut. <laughs> That's sports. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. No, not as in I go after your kneecaps like Dan Campbell. Speaking of Dan Campbell, what a gutsy, brave, confident call he made late in the Lions-Chargers game. I feel wind underneath my freaking wings. Well, I do too now. My goodness. He inspires. He inspires confidence. Even a little bit of cockiness by these Detroit Lions. But we have a lot to get to. I hope you had a good weekend. Mine included a massage and a tea party (laughs) and family time. It was wonderful. A lot of driving, but totally worth it. A lot of football, also totally worth it. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. I'd love to connect with you on Twitter, A-Law Radio. You all cast your votes for the After Hours Game of the Week, and it was a doozy. You picked right. I mean, it's an opinion, so it can't really be right or wrong by definition. But you nailed it. How about that? You crushed it. But in addition to the really tight games, we also had some teams reestablish themselves. We also had some teams right the ship. That's a P, if you will. Right the ship. (laughs) We also had some teams remind the rest of the NFL, eh, we're not done yet. We got more in store. So on Twitter, A-Law Radio, and even as we... Yak it up here in this first few minutes. I'm going to retweet our contest link because we've gotten a lot of answers so far. Guesses, if you will. They are not even educated. They're just flat out guesses. But this week, you just have about another 48 hours before we close this latest contest to be part of the After Hours Zoom Room. You just have to guess a number between one and a thousand. That's it. One and a thousand. And the five closest guesses 
will join us in a holiday edition of the After Hours Zoom Room. And yes, ugly sweaters for Christmas or some other Christmas decor is required. (laughs) So I just retweeted it. A-Law Radio is where you can find me again. What was your favorite or maybe your least favorite (laughs) last second finish? Fantastic finishes on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. And our phone number, 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. I am not going to tell you that Raiders and Jets was the... Prettiest, most delightful, tasteful, enjoyable, or fantastic final finish. But it was the last one on the slate. So we'll start there like we always do with Sunday Night Football. Week number 10, you guys. How is that possible? In five weeks, I'll be married. But whatever, that has nothing to do with football. So Raiders hosting the Jets. Oi. I honestly feel badly for, well, I feel like I did for the Raiders, now for the Jets. You know it's bad when I feel some type of pity for a team. (laughs) The Jets are real frustrated, and even though Carson Wentz camp called about joining the Jets as a veteran quarterback... The Jets told Carson's agents they were sticking with Zach Wilson come hell or high water. Not so for the Raiders, who not only parted ways with their coach and general manager because they were regressing under Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler, but they benched the veteran quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo to go with the rookie Aiden O'Connell. O'Connell, the snap, fakes it to Jacobs, looks to the left, has to get out of the backfield, lobs it to the back corner, jump ball, caught, touchdown Raiders, Michael Mayer took it over a Jets defender and a jump ball, and the Raiders take the lead, holy cow, his first career touchdown is a beauty. Michael Mayer getting into the action, (laughs) Jason Horowitz on Raiders Radio. Aiden O'Connell did have an interception earlier in the game, so it would have been in the first half, late first quarter, actually, and it led to a short field for the Jets and another field goal. And that is part of the issue for the New York Jets. They did not get into the end zone. In fact, the Michael Mayer touchdown that you hear on CBS Sports Radio is the only touchdown of the entire game On Sunday night. And so even when the Jets were able to move the ball, they were not able to bust through and get into the end zone. And they were only in the red zone once, but they kept settling for long field goals. You know what? I said this about the Thursday night game between the Bears and the Panthers, that it was a lot of activity between the 30s, just up and down the field, up and down the field, And like pinball, they would bounce off the 30-yard line in the invisible wall and then bounce back the other direction. This game was a lot like that. I mean, there was a lot of strong movement, 
even some impressive plays. Working a variety of weapons in, though not Devontae Adams. He was busy hugging Aaron Rodgers before the game. I'm just kidding. That's snarky. They did exchange an embrace before the game. Longtime friends and teammates. But Devontae did not have a touchdown because only Michael Mayer had a touchdown. So there was plenty of activity up and down the field between the 30s. But that was really your your busy zone. That was your rush hour (laughs) back and forth between the 30s. When it came to the red zones, those were less traveled, like country roads, dirt roads even, out in the heartland. Though obviously neither of these teams is from the heartland. Maybe if they spent a little more time in the heartland, the offenses wouldn't be quite so anemic. By the way, even though Devontae Adams did not get into the end zone, which ended his streak, they are all smiles. He was dancing, dancing in their locker room. Max Crosby told Ryan Radke and Mike Golick on Westwood One that they would, in fact, be smoking cigars again in the postgame locker room. Shotgun to Wilson. Five-step drop, dumps it short, and it's picked off Spillane at the 15, 30, 35, chase down from behind at the 40. Robert Spillane with his third pick of the year, and the defense does it again. Max Crosby's almost out of the numbers. Here's the snap. Wilson back. Wilson in trouble. Spinning left. Chased by Crosby. Wilson runs outside the numbers. Turns. Fires it up. Into the end zone. It is knocked down. Incomplete. Raiders win. The Las Vegas Raiders pick up the win, beating the New York Jets 16-12. Antonio Pierce goes to 2-0 as the Raiders head coach. As Vegas evens its season record at 5-5, the Jets suffer a second straight defeat. They go to 4-5. Raiders win by 4, 16-12 the final. Our fans, they kept us in the game. Their energy, their passion, their support throughout. That's what energized our guys at the end. And then if you watched at the very last 30 seconds, I think you saw our entire bench up on the sideline rooting on our defense, talking to Devontae right next to me, Josh Jacobs. I mean, all those guys are sitting there just rallying the troops. That's what this culture is about. It's about team. So Jason Horowitz and Ryan Radke with the calls there. Another Zach Wilson interception, which is certainly one of those moments that regardless of any positives you may have seen or you spot with the young Jets quarterback, that interception wipes it all out. It's not entirely his fault that they couldn't get into the end zone. However... To throw a pick in that moment, especially when the Jets were in position. They needed a touchdown. They could not win with a field goal, but they needed a touchdown. And he throws a ball essentially on the cusp of the red zone. Now, they did get the ball back. And as you hear with Ryan, the Hail Mary falls short. So credit the Jets defense once again for stuffing the Raiders, stuffing their opponents, giving the ball back to Zach Wilson. And yeah, he did move the ball again, but it was too little too late. Throws an interception in the red zone with a minute 22 seconds to go. And even 
if you saw some positives and you felt like the Jets moved the ball, even if you thought, okay, maybe they're turning a corner, that one last mistake tends to wipe out all the positives that may have come out of it. All the steps forward are canceled out by that pick. I mean, truly, one step forward, three steps back for the New York Jets quarterback and for the offense. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. The Raiders are flying high. Would you believe they're back to 500? They're 4-1 and one at home, which is huge. And that's why Antonio Pierce thanks Raider Nation for sticking with them. They're actually now in second place in the AFC West. With the Chargers, who you want to talk about one step forward, a couple steps back, that generally does tend to be the Chargers a lot of the times, finding creative and interesting ways to lose. And so now looking at the AFC West standings, we know the Chiefs have the best record in the conference still. The Ravens are now 7-3. and three. Chiefs are 7-2. and two. And there's a whole lot of teams that have six wins and five wins. The Raiders are hanging tough. It doesn't need to be aesthetically pleasing. Heck, look around the NFL and tell me how many teams. You could probably count on one hand the number of teams that are consistently aesthetically pleasing on offense. Not very many. But the Raiders are 5-5. Five and five. They've won back-to-back games since Antonio Pierce took over. Since Aiden O'Connell became the starting quarterback. Since they started lighting cigars in Vegas in honor of the Raiders, they are 2-2. Two and two. No, they are 2-0. and oh, But they're 2-4-2. Two, two. Oh, that's what I meant to say. You know it's a Sunday night. There's lots in my brain. So on Twitter, A-Law Radio, I might put the stat up there, but... Nine of the 12 games on Sunday are decided by a single score. Eight points or fewer. Five of them in walk-off field goal fashion. Which was your favorite? Which one gave you heart palpitations? (laughs) Which one made you want to stick a fork in your eye? Maybe Jets and Raiders, though that wasn't a walk-off field goal, but it was a single-score game. And I do recognize part of it's because of the offense and how a lot of times it's offensive these days around the league. When you lose as many starting quarterbacks as we've seen in the NFL in the first half, that's going to happen. But the games are still scintillating. Hope you had a great weekend. We're just warming up. Twitter, Facebook, all open, full service. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Garrett Wilson is in the left slot, single receiver right. Second down at eight, 127 to go in the game. Zach Wilson in the shotgun, Brees Hall to his right. Here's the snap. Wilson back to pass. Looking. Throws right side. Intercepted. Picked off by Spillane. Back across the 30. 35-40. Robert 
Spillane intercepts Zach Wilson, and the Raiders take over with 1.14 to go. Self-inflicted wounds, uh, same story as the last couple of weeks. Um, we got to figure it out, figure out how to stop shooting ourselves in the foot when we get those opportunities. thought the offense moved the ball really well. Um, had five shots in their territory, came away with four field goals. You're just not going to win football games. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. I'm not sure which fan base is sicker over the quarterback play right now. Is it the Jets? Is it the Patriots? Both out of the AFC East and similar finishes to both of their games on Sunday. Yes, they were close games. Yes, the defenses allowed them to stay in it. And at the very end... There's an interception thrown by the quarterback. In this case, Zach Wilson, as you hear with Ryan Radke and Westwood one. And for the Patriots, we'll get to it. Mac Jones and then Bailey Zappi. Jones throws an interception on the goal line. Bad throw. Under threw it. Lobbed it up there. Not a whole lot of conviction. Gets picked off at the worst possible time. Just like Zach Wilson. And then when Mac Jones gets benched, Bailey Zappi comes in and throws a pick. You've got two fan bases in the AFC East that had higher hopes for this season, specifically the Jets, and it's not turning out like what they expected. And even worse, it's devolving, and both teams are under 500. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Another Sunday, Week 10 in the NFL. Robert Sala mentions the number of opportunities they had. They didn't officially get into the red zone, but they did knock on the door multiple times. Zach Wilson, 23 of 39, 263 yards, throws that late pick. This I don't love. He was the team's leading rusher, so a bunch of scrambling in there as well. It was disjointed. It was inconsistent. Really wasn't a whole lot to to write home about until the fourth quarter anyway. And yet, for whatever reason, the Jets have chosen to stay with this quarterback. What's frustrating is the the different ways that we're creating to uh, not get in the end zone. Um, Zach scores, but obviously his toe is barely out. We score in the next play, but we get a holding penalty. Um, We're driving the ball well, but we knock ourselves into uh, a non-advantageous situation where we're second and 20, first, you know, just, it just happened over and over and over again. We're generating offense, we're moving the ball, but uh, again, it just, we're just not, uh, we're not finishing our drives the way we need to. So much frustration. Uh, don't know how to- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Put it any other way. I mean, I, I don't know if people could see I was frustrated on the sideline um, in a good way. I mean, it's, it's a good thing to be frustrated. Um, but. I mean, the hard thing is I know everyone's battling. You know, these penalties aren't aren't like anyone's not trying or, you know, but we got to find a way to, to be better there. So they do not get into the end zone. And Sala recounts multiple different opportunities for the Jets. Lack of discipline, lack of attention to detail. It's not the want to. It's not the desire. It's not paying attention to the little things that can change a game. As for the Raiders, they were in this space. Frustrated, upset, offense just sluggish and stuck in neutral. The Raiders were there just a couple weeks ago and now... They've won back-to-back games. They're all smiles. Max Crosby is even hearing about fans outside Allegiant Stadium who are lighting up victory cigars. That's what it's all about. We love it. Um, You know, the fans are just as important as anything. And, uh, you know, without them, you know, there is no Raider Nation. So, yeah, we want them to join in and start uh, sparking up with us. We love it. It's football. You know, not everything's going to go your your way. Uh, Nobody's trying to make a mistake. Nobody does anything on purpose to have a bad call or, you know, do something silly. Um, and like I told these guys at the very beginning, we're all fortunate to be in the National Football League. We're all f- fortunate to work for a great organization, fan base, and alumni. And when you come to work every day, do it with a smile. Because uh, one day that door's going to close, you're not going to be able to walk in there no more. <laughs> I love that reminder from Antonio Pierce. One day the door's going to close. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. And that's the end of it. Life comes at you fast in the NFL. It's abrupt, and the average career doesn't even last four years. Can you believe that? As much as we talk about guys like Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, some of the others, even now and then um, an incredible defender who's still playing late into his 30s, just a name that pops up on special teams, Matthew Slater, and he's just one. Kickers that stick around for a long period of time. But the majority of NFL players are in and out within a couple years. The majority of them do not get large free agent contracts. And Antonio Pierce points that out. He's a Super Bowl winner. And he reminds these guys, someday, someday, they're going to unceremoniously usher you out and the door is going to lock behind you. So make the most of what you have. I love that message. 
Aiden O'Connell, just 150 yards, a touchdown, a pick, a few sacks. But Josh Jacobs, best game since he reunited with his Raiders teammates. 27 carries for 116 yards. Vegas rushed for nearly 150 yards against the Jets defense. Now, keeping in mind, the Jets had a lot of work to do. And the offense wasn't really extending drives. Like I said, they they've squandered most of their opportunities, and there really is no margin for error. And Sauce Gardner, the reigning defensive rookie of the year, was asked about that following the game. Uh, yeah, I mean, but that's how we get coached, you know. And that's we embrace the culture, and the coaching is <clears throat> if they don't score, they can't win. You know what I'm saying? So we embrace that, and. You know, we always put it on us. It's tough, right? When is this one-sided? And there are situations around the league where it's the opposite. Not as many. But the defense is being called on by a lot of teams over and over again. Can't give up a score. Can't give up points. Because the offenses just don't have the pizzazz or the pizzizzle. That's not even a word. I just made it up, but it sounded funny in my brain. Whoops. So on Twitter, A-Law Radio, on our Facebook page too, we're just getting started with the close and late situations in the NFL on Sunday. Nine of 12 games are decided by a single score, eight points or fewer. Five of them feature walk-off field goals, which has never happened before on a single day in league history. I didn't know the game was over, over, like walk-off over. I didn't know whether to celebrate. I didn't know whether to put my helmet back on. And actually, there was a weird moment in the Niners-Jags game. Speaking of celebrating, we'll get there. Because that was not one of the close games. (laughs) That actually turned into a lopsided win for the Niners. So they are back on track. Hey, don't look now. But the Minnesota Vikings are the hottest team in the NFL. Chew on that for a second. We're still having fun. We're eight and one. (laughs) Not quite eight and one, but we are hoping to have Paul Allen on the show this week because the Josh Dobbs experience roars on. 855-212-4227. I got to go back and listen to more sound from Sunday's delectable, delightful, fantastic finishes. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Dobbs out of the shotgun on third down. Cam Jordan got around the right tackle. Dobbs looks, sees nothing. Now he runs out to the left. He points to somebody. Turns to the five. To the end zone. Touchdown! Incredible! Dobbs takes the snap out of the shotgun. Straight drop. Throws to the end zone. And touchdown! A 28-yard touchdown to T.J. Hawkinson. Wow. And Dobbs has beaten them by land, and he just beat them by air. 23-3 Minnesota. Off the field, on the money, and after hours, it's time to talk football with Amy Lawrence. 
Usually I say this about the Major League Baseball season and then even the NBA and the NHL. The seasons are so long that teams have time to sink to the bottom and then rise up. Anything can happen over the course of a 162-game season or even over the course of an 82-game regular season like hoops and hockey. In football, it is a long season. They will tell you that, but not as long as what you might think. You do, in fact, put yourself in a hole and you make it difficult to climb out of that hole if you start 0-3 or you start 1-4. But we have seen teams in the past make the playoffs after starting one and five. You can turn the ship around with a couple of changes and with a group that remains committed and is bought in. Generally, it does not happen after you lose your starting quarterback who's playing at an elite level. And yet that's what's happening with the Minnesota Vikings. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Saints in Minneapolis. So it's the home debut of one Joshua Dobbs. TikTok experience and all. And he leads the Vikings on a 21-point second quarter. And these scores are all right in a row. And they do it a variety of ways. As you hear with Paul Allen on Vikings Radio, they go on a methodical six-minute march. Then they have an 82-yard drive that features a scrambling Dobbs that turns the corner and goes streaking up the left sideline into the end zone. And then a 28-yard strike to TJ Hawkinson right before half. And they're leading the Saints 24-3 at the break. Who are these Vikings? (laughs) Now, middle of the third quarter... It's worth noting that the Saints lose Derek Carr to a concussion and or a shoulder injury. The team called it both. It was concussion. It was shoulder injury. And ultimately, Dennis Allen had to go the rest of the way without his starter. He was evaluated for a concussion. Can't really, I can't really talk about it or elaborate on it, uh, you know. He was out of the game because he was evaluated for a concussion. All right, so he's in protocol. He throws 13 completions, only 110 yards, a couple of sacks. And he's not the – I mean, he was in there for the team being flat in the first half. Give the Vikings defense credit. But they definitely did not come out with the same energy, and they didn't come out with the same sense of urgency as did the Vikings. And guess who? It wasn't Taysom Hill who came on the field to replace Derek Carr. No, it was Jameis Winston. Jamal Williams is to Jameis Winston's left out of the shotgun. Takes the snap. Here comes pressure. Throws towards the end zone looking for Olave. Olave makes a great catch. And they're saying touchdown. What a catch by Olave. Winston to throw. Looks, has time. Now drifts. Now plenty of time. Still looking. Fires it towards the end zone, up for A.T. Perry, and who comes down with it? Doesn't matter. Touchdown goal. I mean, tie goes to the uh, receiver. They're looking. They're fighting for this one in the far end zone, and that's a touchdown to A.T. Perry. The call's there on Saints Radio. Uh, Mike Mike Haas being the play-by-play voice. So Jameis Winston comes into the game, and he finishes the drive where Carr got hurt in the middle of the third quarter. Brilliant. 
grab by Chris Olave in the court of the end zone. If you haven't seen it, make sure you look it up. Just Google Chris Olave. It was a leaping catch. And then over the top of the defender, he has to land and get both feet in bounds, which he does. Right corner, running out of real estate, doesn't matter. Walking the tightrope like he's some kind of an acrobat. It was really impressive. And then after a missed Minnesota field goal, the Saints have a short field. And even though it's a, a kind of a jerky start to the drive, it took him a couple of plays to get back into a rhythm. Jameis finds A.T. Perry with a 15-yard touchdown, and it pulls them with the two-point conversion, pulls them within eight points, a single score. The rest of the way, though, defense is really tightened up. The empty possessions the rest of the way, and we talked about this. Jets and Patriots lamenting late interceptions. Well, the Saints definitely missed Derek Carr, although I suppose there's a chance he could have thrown a pick as well, but it's one of those kind of stakes to your heart when the game ends the way it does. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Winston goes back to pass. He's going to throw one center of the field. Intercepted! And the Minnesota Vikings get a high five! Or do they? Because there's a flag on the field. Before the change of possession, holding okay. offense. Number 75. That penalty is First down, Minnesota. Interception, Byron Murphy Jr., and officially that's a high five for the Minnesota Vikings. Victorious five consecutive times. They lead the Saints 27-19. New Orleans only has one timeout, and this bad boy is over. Paul Allen on Vikings Radio. Only a, uh, a couple of opportunities there at the end, but they're only trailing by eight. They just need a TD and the two-point, or let's say TD, and a field goal, but instead it's a pair of Jameis Winston interceptions. You may remember that year in which he had 30, Was it, I think it was his last year with Tampa before he got replaced by Tom Brady. He had 30 touchdowns or 30-plus touchdowns, but he also had 30 interceptions. It had never been done before. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was the case. I'd have to go look at the exact numbers again, but no one has ever done that. And so Winston, going back to his days at Florida State, Florida State has always had a turnover problem, an interception problem. So the Saints scuffle on offense, though they do stick around because of their D. Meanwhile, Josh Dobbs, a career-high 268 passing yards, two touchdowns, 
And it seems like with the Vikings that everyone else around him is rising to the occasion. Man, what a lift he's given the Vikes. There's room for improvement, man, but it, it, it's, I think it's exciting to be able to do what we did out there and be able to go back and look at the film and say, ah, we did leave some meat on the bone. And so we'll continue growing and improving. I, I'll continue to find ways to continue to grow in my role and be better, man, because, you know, with the playmakers we have, with the mindset that we have, with the guys stepping up, making plays, um, you know, I think we, we definitely have a lot of potential moving forward. Adversity, truly, if you look at it as an opportunity, and you have your football team all looking inward and trying to be the best versions of themselves for that greater good of trying to accomplish something special. Um, I am of the belief that uh, we can continue to go out and and, uh, write our own story. Five consecutive wins. They replaced the Jaguars, the Ravens, and the Bengals, who all lost on Sunday as the hottest team in the NFL. And for Josh Dobbs, he's aggressive. He's, oh, to use Mike Tomlin's word, appreciative of the opportunity. And they love him. I mean, that's the cool thing. They're just grateful that he came in and he's giving it absolutely everything he he has. He's willing to, to work it out. He's willing to fit in. Oh, and he's willing to put it on TikTok, which is kind of funny. So the Vikings are now six and four. Raise your hand if you thought that was going to happen. The Vikings are 6-4, and four, and they are just behind the Lions in the NFC North. We will talk about the Lions coming up, but just big picture. And it's Week 10. No one wins a playoff spot in Week 10. But you've got the Eagles who are setting the pace in the NFC. They're 8-1. and one. Then you've got the Lions who are 7-2. and two. Four teams have six wins, and that includes the Vikings. So right now, they would be a wild card team. Because the Niners and the Seahawks, one of them would be the division winner in the NFC West, and the other would be the wild card, again, as it stands right now. These sour-ass Niners. (laughs) And the Vikings would be in the playoffs again, not as the division winner like they had last year, but as a playoff team, as a wild card. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. In the NFC South, the Saints are still on top of the division. They're 5-5, five and five, but this is not how they wanted to come out in week number 10. They had opportunities, and yet they just didn't take advantage of them, especially in the first half. They finished with just three points in the first half, and that is with Derek Carr on the field. Disappointed with the way that we played uh, today. Uh, again, particularly in the first half of the game. I've got to find a way to get this team to be more consistent. So that's on me. Um, I'll have to do a better job. So Dennis Allen and the New Orleans Saints sitting at 500. Because the division is down yet again, it's just had so much turnover. In the NFC South, there's been so much turnover. From quarterbacks, starting QBs, Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield, Bryce Young, all new this year. Desmond Ritter who started a couple of games at the end of last season, got benched, and so Taylor Heineke was new this year. Of course, he got hurt on Sunday, and they're back to Desmond Ritter for the Falcons. But the Falcons have dropped three straight. So the NFC South, which was won by a losing record last season, the Buccaneers won it, but they were 8-9, and if I remember correctly. And so it's still there for the taking. 
other than the Panthers, any team in this division can win the South title. And the North is picking up. Now it's a two-horse race. And if you compare the top of the NFC North to the top of the East and the South, or no, I'm sorry, the East and the West, you're talking about similar races. Five in a row, the Vikings, the hottest team in football. What? On Twitter, A-Law Radio, you can answer tonight's show question. We will have Monday MVP up before too long. But the theme of Week 10 is the fantastic finishes. Nine of 12 games decided by eight points or fewer. So which was your favorite? Which gave you Ajita? A lot of you already weighing in on Facebook. And if you haven't yet guessed or taken our contest to be part of the After Hours Zoom room, you can do that as well. We have to reveal the winner of Hall of Flame, too, in this edition of the show. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 